0: All right, we're back. We kick the plugs out. That's what happens when we go on the road and we go freestyle. We're freestyling, Stella. We're back. We were talking about the oh. Bridgeport Art Tower, which I done visited it. Done visited, visited it the, it the it blue it. Yep. Visited it. And uh, Harris, why don't you just t- tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> you just did <laughs> it again. Should did I? Did <laughs> Please tell us a little bit about that. How many artists were involved? Uh, I mean, I love the pieces in there. I love Dirk Cobain's Pill Heart. I love CDRE's pieces in there. There's some Where? fun shit in at, there. At Bridgeport? At
1: Bridgeport, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I'm ashamed to say
0: it. I haven't either.
2: What? Road trip. I haven't seen it. John.
3: Yeah, yeah Kaylin, Kaylin Christy, and I are going to take a road, road trip out there. I think well, you guys are more than welcome anytime to Thank come Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. There's so much.
3: know how we get into that? Ron English is, in, I'm going to his the, friend's giving, so kitchen, that's going to be great. The
0: kitchen alone, there's some beautiful little pieces in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, so. man. FOMO. Put it on the list. Is it on the list?
3: It's definitely it's been on the list. Right. I just have to find a weekend to go up there or uh day of the week, I don't know. We've got to figure it out.
1: A vacation, you gotta spend a yeah. vacation to get to yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely a long story. So trip up there. so
0: Harris, after working with three big projects like that, how is it how hard is it to curate a small
4: show like this? It's not hard at all. These are all our good friends. We've worked with these people on several other projects. There's a few new faces. But honestly, at the end of the day, we know these people. We've been around for a long time, around everybody's career from like the start. And uh, for instance, people like O.G. Millie, me and her became really good friends. And we were able to bring her in here, and she did an amazing job. So I've like been
3: a- impressed with her work since I saw the first, the first mural that I saw. I don't know if it's the, on Doddworth. Yeah. The... Alicia, uh, was it Keys. Alicia Keys? Keys. Yeah. That was also the one nasty. that, to yep. me, was like, "Whoa, who is this?" You know, and After then I, I find out that that. she's just this, you know, young girl who's coming up. You know, and uh, and I was like, "Wow, her style is there." And so I think it's as you know, Sean was saying earlier, you you, you it's not that it's not really when you started; it's just you're doing it. And
4: you can and foresee her greatness. So exactly. So, and honestly, we were able to secure the second mural she ever did at the mess hall at the Drip Project. She did a beautiful uh, Spike Lee inspired piece.
0: Oh, the basketball! Yeah, that's yeah, dope as hell. Just dope. Stop. See, I've seen the mess hall, Sean. I've been around. I remember the pieces. <laughs> I, I know I he gave us the tour. I was there. I love it. Now, John, if you had to put these two mega curators—that's right—I use the word mega—onto <laughs> a project in or around New York City, what's the right venue for these guys? The what? The right venue. I I don't want to pigeon them pigeonhole them into
3: anything because uh, I think they can do whatever they want. This space kind of says that. I really love what you guys have done with this. I like the 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 artists that you've curated for the space, and you know I I don't know where. I, frankly I don't
0: know the space I wanted enough. you to say something fun and creative like they should, they should work on curating all the rooftops in New York City or every ATM I don't want to do any of that stuff uh, <laughs> see I, that's why the question wasn't I know wasn't Sean better than you, you do
1: Sean yeah I, Harris doesn't want to do that stuff either I to, ha, I, Harris why don't you tell everybody the advice I gave you three years ago be honest with everybody because I... because it's a it's, it's a hard truth everyone has to
4: learn it is a very hard truth to learn. It took me a while to actually I'm give into this up. advice, but when I first met Sean, after I reconnected with Sean, after knowing him since I was a child, uh, he told me that there's no money in graffiti. And for me, that was really hard to swallow at first because all my friends were graffiti no real artists, money, and I was trying to true story make a name doing small gallery shows here and there, managing artists, and doing as much as I can to get in the, as involved as I could possibly could. But at the end of the day, working with Sean and like learning from this guy, like he—he's definitely putting me in the right direction and showing me the—the truths to this industry.
1: Look, it's never really about like murals and pieces. It's always about what connections you can build and bridges you can build. Come right after that. And that's why I ask
0: silly questions, John. Good. Well, I have so another I question can about that. So get slammed and then get the good shit.
3: See, and that's what it takes. You have to make mistakes in order to get to the juicy Don't stuff. Don't
4: get it twisted, man. I love graffiti. That's where I'm from. I love from. graffiti. I'm from that the Bronx. Exactly. I just watch the, the four train pass every
1: morning. But the, um, I've heard I that. I shook f- cans for years because I was fat, so I couldn't run out of the train yard, <laughs> so I would be the one that get caught.
4: The first mural I ever did was with Tracy 168. I brought him to the Bushwick Collective. Is that right? And then Joe <laughs> takes credit for that all the time, but I'm mm-hmm. the one that brought him over there.
1: A-, a couple people recently reached out to me to let me know what kind of a piece of shit I was. And nice. a lot of them were a lot, you know, mentors, <laughs> close friends. They let me know that, that I'm single handedly destroying all sorts of, you know, things and projects out there. And that's, that comes from a really weird place because a lot of these people that came at me only came in my life in the last year. And I've looked up to them in different variations. But I, I really come from this. I, I came from the street world, the street art world too. Like, I came up watching all of it really unfold in New York City. A lot of, you know, that's why I asked about the real New York stuff because I had been a part of so many monumental projects even as a kid growing up um, that, like, I understand where it really all comes from. And I have a different type of respect from it. I just still don't understand it. Like, the art selling world is, like, a different type of street art world to
3: me, you know. So along those lines, the mess hall has been kind of spoken of as being kind of the five points 2.0
4: you know the kind of the next i don't want that you, comparison you don't, don't want that is that too much to live up to 100% we have nothing I don't think but so. whatever i got nothing but respect personally for 5 points okay. we're not trying yeah. to take over that place we we are heavily curated it's going to sure. be completely different okay. i don't know what mirs did i, I respect those, him those
1: guys took too long to harness any type of energy and and uh, projection from it they all they all did their careers and some of them did better careers but i think if they harnessed some of that energy instead of like fighting against it they would have been bigger artists,
3: but it's so. I think in terms of the space, like you basically have created this space for <clears throat> creatives to come. Excuse me, and and put down their work on the walls. And I think there's something to be said for that. That is is uh, whether you want to compare it to to Five Points or not. It, it is a different. In my yeah. mind, it's a different body. So do, you, but do you
1: guys know anything about Mount Vernon? Mount Vernon's a is a is a. Is a really it's a gutter. Some of it. it yeah, is really, really bad, area. and it's a really low. Some most of it's a low income, you know. And it's there's no color. Mount Vernon is literally stuck in the '80s, mm. and I think some color, some art, some energy from like masters that are going to be painting there. I think that can really kind of, like, change some of the aspects and some of the landscape of Mount Vernon.
4: Inspire the whole setting. Mm-hmm. I think
1: it will inspire the whole dam. I'm going to turn, turn it into a new Williamsburg. I'm going okay, really so to really it. Okay, so
3: to that point, I mean, like, it is, I mean, it, uh, given it's a big building, but it is one building. Do you, do you plan to expand it out
1: into the rest of Mount Vernon? Well, what are your thoughts? You know, like anything, things are planned. So maybe some of those plans are in the making for the last year. I don't sure. know.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm I hustle See, I hustle things for with bated Breath Sean. <laughs> I'm hustling now so I can collect checks from 3 years. There you go.
2: Nice.
0: So, Harris, let's talk about the outside of the project, the uh, mess hall 2.0 drip project outside. Now, Sean has said to me, "Bro, some of these walls are huge." How do you feel about these uh the way
3: impersonation. that he ta- impersonation.
1: impersonates you here.
3: Are they pretty dead on or what?
1: No, I don't really talk like that.
3: <laughs> wow, that sounded exactly the same. <laughs> There's
4: some big walls out there. We definitely got a lot of big spaces for now,
0: are Now, are you considering big pieces? Or are we talking about chopping up some of that stuff to keep it
4: all a little more
0: digestible?
4: We're definitely going to chop it up to a certain degree, but at the same time, we're going to give artists that deserve these giant walls. We're going to give them the opportunity to flex and do their thing.
0: Anybody you want to uh, drop a name now? Throw a little teaser? On
4: on who's coming? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, Nick Walker's coming. Crash is coming. Um... D- uh, Denton Burrows I think his name is he's coming he's pretty damn
0: so all up and coming developing artists no, got it. <laughs> yeah, some of them in between I'm going to I'm
4: gonna have a lot of that too nothing but legends man and a yeah. bunch of people from all across the world that's like most important to us yeah. we just don't want it to be just a bunch of local artists we want to inspire everybody and have a bunch of artists from all across the world so that's
3: I think I, I have to give it to you for that because I think there's Oftentimes I hear people. Why do we want people coming from around the world? We we just want people represented from New York City and that. And for me, I'm like, that's very small minded in terms of just bringing. You know, it brings in another element. And who knows? I think artists are inspired by work from different countries. I think they're and and I see it in traveling to to other places. I'm like, it's so great to see artists because there's different styles and different techniques that people learn along the way. And I think it's great to bring that. For
4: sure, I agree with you. But uh, at the same time, me and Sean have plenty of room for the locals.
3: For sure. I mean, and you have to. I mean, you want to support the, the locals and, you, and the local talent, of course. 100%. You know? the,
4: having the community support is the most important part of doing these mural projects. Right. If the community's not on board, you're not going to have a successful project.
3: Right. And at the same time, you know, New York City is a melting pot. We've got to welcome, as we say, visitors welcome. Um, to, uh, we got to bring outsiders
0: in as, as well, I think. so. We don't have to keep talking about Resso now that he's gone. No, but he's still here in, in spirit. I'm just saying, this is Harris LaBelle's time. Okay. I'll give it to you. Thank you, Ronnie. (laughs) So, Harris, um, fast forward a year or two of working with Sean. Have you wanted to murder him one or two
4: more times? Eh, not really. I feel like I've learned to deal with him, man. He's a good guy at the end of the day.
1: (laughs) Ronnie's laughing and Harris are both being very political because they both know I ice everybody out.
4: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's very, not what I'm saying. I'm being, I'm being
4: genuine. You're really not that hard to deal with.
1: No, because I don't deal with bullshit and Harris doesn't really give bullshit.
0: All right. Let's go back to Sean's wisdom to you a couple of years ago, which I'm genuinely interested in. No bullshit. <clears throat> if street art didn't develop the way it did, would there have been money in graft? Or was it the street art that took things to the gallery too quickly and passed up a lot of the hardcore guys in the street still doing what they were doing and writing what they were writing just because they
4: had to get it out there? That's hard to answer, man. Thank you. Honestly, like, I personally still think there is a market for graffiti. It's not going to be as big as street art, unfortunately. The big collectors are not going to start spending big money on lettering. I'm not
0: suggesting there isn't a market or that the market isn't as big as it should be. Yeah. I think the free markets sort themselves out, and you can never say that an industry is too big or too small. It is what it is because that's what people buy for it and pay for it. It's called supply and demand. But gra- graffiti and street art, there's a very close line in terms of the way that they came up and came out.
1: The market for graffiti is very small. It's so small. Even though it's global and it's all around the world and it's in caves from back then, the market for it is very small. And the market for it, unfortunately, is in like the under $50,000 a year category and don't have a lot of extra cash to buy art that's worthy of the time it takes for artists to put in to their pieces.
4: It's hard to be a new graffiti artist. These are other past graffiti artists who have about 30, 40 years already in the industry— those are the guys that are on top. We're talking about Tats, Crew, Kratz, Crash, and all those guys who have just been ruling these industries for a long time. And My hat off to all of them. I love all of them. But I'm just saying those are the guys that are going to be making money in the galleries as opposed to starting your career in 2014. It's going to be hard to start selling graffiti.
0: But, Sean, isn't, there, isn't, isn't it part of the game for the guy to tag over the piece? Don't we always need new graffiti writers? Because once the, the OG guys hit the galleries and are making money and doing what they're doing, we, we still need that representation on the street that they left they left a the void there's
1: you know? i always say to these guys and they're always like oh um ses caught a thousand tags all over the building and i'm and my advice is well the good thing about paint is you can always cover it i heard albertus talking about setting his paintings on fire but i thought the whole time why didn't he just paint over it and then i thought oh maybe because it has soul and i get that point i've set p- paintings on fire like a a bohemian fucking junkie In the middle of tra- train lots I get it You know But um, I mean who has it With the graffiti world There's always paint to paint over it uh, Just last week Hiss's piece right up the block It was perfectly fine Now it's buffed By somebody That I don't even know So who gives a fuck It's fucking graffiti Who gives a fuck about it
0: Listen I'm speaking more from the street art side But street art In terms of uh, It's presence with graffiti Is exactly the same shit Is that it It's temporary and the pieces that aren't temporary. Yeah, so the, is all, well, the unfortunately. Pieces that, but the pieces that ride, Sean, are often, they're riding for a reason.
1: Yeah. Hard to get to. Yeah.
0: Prime spots. Yeah, heaven guess spots. Who, guess who that,
1: that guy deserves that spot then. Or... or
0: not just hard to get to, or it was so dope, people just don't bomb yeah, it. exactly. Or and that's a respect. The, they, they, but that's until the, 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 the artist deserved it.
1: But until the streets respect you, I know no, you never true. will. No, that's not true. Mm. No, what are you talking about? I've been, I've traveled all over the, around the place, and I've seen dope pieces that artists literally just fucking avoid it. They'll buff everything on that wall, and they'll be like, oh, shit, that's dope. Eh, you know what? I'm not going to fucking buff it. I'm going to go around it. So I don't know about the respect in the streets. I don't really give a fuck about that shit. That's all nonsense to me. I know I won't go over it. If they say, oh, you don't like his piece? Oh, I'll buff it. Like, who gives a fuck? You know, unless they're going to come and find him. And they do. Artists do that shit all the time. I come from that very real world of really coming to your house and getting you. So, so I get if it. I
0: asked you to list all the beefs that you have heard of yeah, throughout... Yeah, none and of them want to it, come to my house, though.
1: They'd be wait But it would be way too long.
0: Yeah. Because there is a there is a hierarchy and there is a yeah, culture on the street that matters. So, you saying I don't care about it doesn't really matter because you're not, you're not yeah, right on the streets, son. Not
1: from, no, I'm not, from, I'm not from their street. Their street doesn't matter to me. So, I don't give a fuck about it.
0: All right. So, Harris... I know you're going to give me a very political answer to this. I'm not going to allow it. I'll correct him. He'll try. (laughs) He'll try. Because here it comes. Ready? I want an artist who is not in your stable, not in your wheelhouse, not one of your homies that you would love to have on this next project.
1: Swoon. Mm. I asked Harris, sir. Sorry, I'm
4: sorry. That's a good question. Thank you. Um... Also, you know who I want to be in our project? I, oh. want, I want Kashink to be in our project. Ooh.
3: Oh. Now you're speaking to Miss uh, Now I want Erica. to hand the mic
4: to
0: Erica mm-hmm. because she had a little run-in with Kashink and uh, bought her book and her friend in Spain who absolutely loves her. We gave it to her for her birthday, and we gave her some stickers. Yes. Kashink is dope, not just because of the facial hair, which you know I'm partial to. But, Stella, why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
2: What, I mean, she's partial to, to Brooklyn for sure. I mean, she just left though. So. What do you like about her? I I think that I've I, 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 all right. <clears throat> I she's a feminist without putting being a feminist in your face. She's just love it. A graffiti writer who's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a woman and and uh, hear me roar. And I love her expression. I think she's real. Um, and, but you guys missed out. she just was here and left. So. Yeah. at um, super, I'm a big fan. super chief. Super super chief. chief. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So how do you put these two artists together? We've got Swoon on one hand mm. and Kashink on the other, which I mm. think actually are in the same ballpark mm. in the same way in terms of
2: their message
3: and they're both feminists and they're both you know, about, you know, but I, I think they're, they're, their product is completely different. I mean, I'm, I love, love, love Swoon. I mean, I could just stare at a Swoon
1: all day. See, I love, love, love,
0: love. love. And I really Brooklyn appreciate that both part. of you guys selected women.
1: I think that has a lot the to do the with You see the artists I surround myself with? Jenna, Gumshoe, Sandy Cohen. I mean, I surround myself with really powerful Bridge. women. What? Fridge. <laughs>
2: Sorry, I, so.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't co-sign that weird ass statement John just made.
2: <laughs> Neither do I.
0: John, Sorry, will talk I gotta keep it weird. Here. I don't, co- co- I don't co-sign that like.
1: weird shit. But um, you know, I surround myself by powerful, strong, really talented women because they see really differently than men. So, I want to learn from them because I'll never be a woman. All right. Well, you know. never say never, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I did not co-sign that weird <laughs> ass statement either,
0: Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, Stella, thank you very much. Please pass the mic back to Harris. Like, well, me, well, me, well, oh wait, it, wait, wait! Now she to wants to about, speak. Another
2: thing I'll say about cashing. I think the whole thing. It's not even like just that she's expressing her feminism, and she's saying like, like whatever. We're all just humans, and I think that's more powerful than it.
3: What was it you were saying that uh, basically she wears the she.
2: It. it, it I think. I think I read somewhere that it. If women go to the trouble to outline their eyebrows and to put eyeliner on their eyes to draw this mustache as a sign of femininity is just as much dressing up as anything so what's the difference uh, you know 3 inches away
0: here here for facial hair <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <Wow. laughs> alright I don't know how long we've gone because we kicked the cord out at the uh, middle of this so we are about to wrap it up with Harris LaBelle, Harris why don't you uh,
4: give out a couple of hashtags so our listeners can find you online please uh, check us out at the drip project um, you can check me out at streetart_photography underscore photography and just look forward to the amazing projects that we got in store
0: well, thank you very much uh, from r- speaking on behalf of New York. I think you're curating some dope shit, guys, honestly. I love that it isn't just one or two artists, it, that you're including so many. Uh, I think it's great that you want to go international. I think it's great that you want to keep going.
1: Went international.
0: Went international, and I think it's great that okay. you aren't getting bogged down in some uh, non-ideal situations of the past. You can keep pressing forward, hustle, Big boy style. That's what we like. So, uh, John, any parting words?
3: No, just thanks for inviting us here to chat with you guys. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing how everything
0: unfolds. Ladies, Kaylin, Christy.
2: You're keeping us on the edge of our seats, and we love it. We can't wait to see what's next.
1: Yo, shout out to Erica and Big Ronnie. Yes. Who are my friends first Unnecessary.
0: We're just doing what we do. Thank you, sir, though. Appreciate you
1: having us. And uh, we are... Yo, shout out to every artist that are in this project. You know, they all came through. They came... I just want to, you know, talk real quick on that before you hang out. I know you wanted to fucking hang up, <laughs> But I'm not going to allow that shit. They came in this place in four, three days and did all of this. Brendan, Evelys, Rezo, Gumshoe, Zimmer, Jenna, OG Millie, Fridge, Jason, Albertus, Jenna, Morello, Kripel, myself, you know... Harris was here. Countless nights. Then we had France downstairs, who single-handedly would you know laid down eleven thousand gold nails, balanced every single one of them individually by himself. What you know? Well, he had his team, but he did it his piece downstairs. Every single one. I knocked down probably a thousand of them by mistake one day. I thought they were gonna die, but yo, know, shout out to Philippe Guggenheim, whose gallery this is. Uh, you know, thank you for letting me take your beautiful space and uh, doing what I wanted with it. I fully support you, You fully support me appreciate you, big homie and thank you Harris uh, for you know always being there. Cheers.
0: We are sold out with Harris Lobel.